Welcome back to Anime Casuals. I'm Lucky. Here I go! This hand of mine is burning red! And I'm Michael. Realize the only ones who should kill are those who are prepared to be killed. Johnny. Your darkness swallowed up my son? Who decided that? Opting! Burning! Now all of you. Die. And three, two. Ah! Hey, what's happening, everybody? Welcome back to Anime Casuals. I am Lucky. I am Uwu Michael. I'm a Johnny. <laughs> and we make up Uwu Anime Casuals. Yes, that was as cringe as it gets. But luckily today, we're talking about something that isn't too cringe, or not cringe at all, actually. Uh, we're talking about disabilities in anime, uh, which can be anything from mental disabilities, although I feel like a lot of us are going to have physical disabilities on here. Uh, just something that, uh, you know, somebody has to, uh, that, that impairs them to a certain extent, mm -hmm. um, which, you know, we'll kind of get into as we go along. But before we get into uh, all of that mumbo jumbo, Michael, do you want to go ahead and start since you were the one that recommended this list? Yeah, happy Disability Month! Woo! Celebration of all disabilities! Yay. No matter how small and how severe they may be. Um, so, I wanted to start with... Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. It, oh, it was an easy one, an easy pitch, because it this is a mental disability that I thought was a very interesting one that was included in Soul Eater, and we're going to talk about Death the Kid. Um, Death the Kid has a, a possible... OCD about him where he needs everything to be perfect and in what even numbers right like everything needs to be symmetrical and everything like needs to be exactly the way he needs it to be so like there's a little trope that goes along like the entire time with his stripes on his head where he's always concerned like the stripes sometimes aren't perfect and aren't super symmetrical and when he, whenever he goes in with his two um his his two uh weapons he always wants their poses to be exactly identical but he gets mad because one of them's like tall and and thick and the other one's like small and petite and he's always like why can't you just look the same <laughs> because when they're in gun form they're the identical guns but then when they transform into human forms they look very different and they also don't let, act like each other so it was it was a fun thing to have him like kind of half suffering with this the entire time, and as the show goes on, he kind of deal with this deals with it a little bit better. But certain times, it really impairs him to the point where he has trouble battling, dealing with other people socially, and just just all in all, just having a difficult time when things are not perfectly symmetrical. Like there's a time when he was in a pyramid and he's like, why is this sarcophagus not perfectly symmetrical? And he basically went out of his way to like lighten up the whole shrine to that look perfect, but it impaired him to get back to his friends to actually help out with everything. <laughs> so death, the kid. Nice. Nice. Uh, my first one, uh, I had a little fun with <clears throat> it's launch from DBZ. Um, <laughs> I, I don't. I can't think of another example of hard schizophrenia nice. except for this one. I mean, this is probably the most literal version of that, I guess. Uh, and I, I thought she had a name too. I mean, am I wrong? Wasn't it like Meryl or something? Meryl and lunch. 
Maryland launch? Was that it? Yeah. I tried to look it up and really quick, and it was just like, there's bad launch and good launch. I was like, no, I don't think that's it. Anyway, I tried to find out. Um, but man, I can imagine disorder. that having this condition must be insane to deal with. I mean, she completely becomes a different person. And I, I mean, depending on which version she becomes, you know, there's a lot more hostility than the other one. But uh, yeah, I just thought that was a crazy one to think about. And I thought it was fun to think about too. Not that schizophrenia is funny, but you know, yeah. Uh, launch. They help lighten it up. They help lighten it up. <laughs> there you go. Wouldn't that be like a multiple personality disorder or whatever that is? I mean, it's they never ever See, there you tell go. you what it is. Accurate. But you know, if it wasn't it's two a mixture personalities, thing for sure. Yeah, it would be bipolar because she goes from like very like happy to very angry like back and forth. But you know, that's what we get with anime when they go, "Hey, they have a thing," but we're not going to tell you what it is. Mm-hmm. Well, she's just a woman. Anyway, uh, let's go over to the next <laughs> canceled. <one> over. <laughs> canceled hard. Um, oh crap! I forgot where I was going to go with this. Up oh, there's karma for you. Um, the next one, I will, okay, so this is a little bit of a spoiler if you guys have not gotten to the end of Naruto into Boruto, um, but there is a person named Mike Guy. If you don't know what happens to Mike Guy, you know, you can just skip over this. You can find, uh, when you see, like, Michael's face, you know, I'm not gonna put timestamps in there, but, um, anyway, there's a guy named Mike Guy, and, uh, he unfortunately gets part of his leg removed during the war, after he opens the eighth gate, the eighth gate of death, and afterwards, it doesn't really show him much. He shows him in a wheelchair and all that other stuff. But there's actually an episode of Boruto where he spars with, uh, with like Metal Lee and his group, and beats the fucking shit out of him with one leg. Uh, so instead of like having you know both legs on the ground, he has one like like lifted up, almost like the. Uh, like the Karate Kid, you know, like that yeah. that uh, that uh, weird the crane uh, stance. Yeah, the crane stance, that kind of thing. Um, and just completely beats the crap out of these three kids, uh, which I mean isn't uh, isn't called for. But uh, you know, if you're disabled, you get to beat up kids. So um, yeah, maybe just, yeah, that's true. If only he just beat the shit out of the rest of them. That's um, true. That kid needs a good thrashing. But uh, yeah, and then also the fact that he, you know, even at like Naruto's wedding, he's like walking, he's doing like handstands and stuff. And it kind of, it was kind of like a cool story of like, despite the fact that he has this disability, he doesn't use it as an excuse to not continue like, what is it, the Flames of Youth or whatever it is, mm-hmm. Summer of Youth. Um, and yeah, I just thought it was just a really good example of, of that, you know, whenever you see uh, like disabled people at the gym just killing it and you're just like, man, I just, I, I thought I was going to go eat McDonald's today and sleep, but seeing these people here it's like i don't have any excuse so yeah might might the guy well you know i'm gonna keep the trend of being light uh and going with uh this girl who's blind joey's sister serenity um from Yu-Gi-Oh. uh so for like a good like half of the series joey goes on and on and on and on about his sister who can't see and she basically like started off with uh i don't remember if they actually say what it is but she has a sight disorder um, where she wasn't blind all of her life, but she her vision faded with time. And I think when she was like nine or ten, she basically was legally blind. Um, and then they were like, hey, we've got a magical cure where if you have a million dollars, we can fix your sister's eyes. <laughs> you know, Japan's starting to sound like American healthcare system over here. Um, and so eventually Serenity gets her eyes uh, operated on and her 
sight slowly comes back. But it was interesting to see like this, you know, tragic uh, sister's story. But every time Serenity was like blind and walking around, she would have the ever loving Tristan just to lead her around and like help be her little like guardian shepherd and and she looked perfectly functional and happy and persevered through all of her difficulties, which is always great to see. I wish we would have seen her more, like maybe had a more in-depth story about how her disability affected her life a little bit instead of going, she's in a hospital. And she's fixed. Okay, let's let's move on. And now she can see. But you know, that it's Yu-Gi-Oh. We're we're focused on the game and not uh not the uh the side characters. Well you gotta keep them in the back, you know, like, hey, remember who was in the hospital? That can now suddenly see? Yeah, yeah. yeah. She is. <laughs> Look, there she is. She's going to be here for like two episodes. Yeah. Like kidnapped or something. I don't know. <laughs> wow. Uh, so wacky. So now my next one. Um, oh, crap. Now i got to look, look up the name again. Um, Gorpo. It's it's a girl named, I'm going to skewer the name here, uh, Kotoko Iwanaga from uh, Inspector. And, um, oh, nice! She is a uh, she's pretty cool. Uh, just kind of run down on who she is. She uh, at a young age she was abducted by spirits, ghosts. You know, there's all these kind of like different uh, spirit creatures in the world, and she was abducted by some. And they said, "Hey, we like you, kid, and we want you to be our like mediator for the human world." So she was like, "Yeah, sure," but what that meant is they have to take her um, right eye and left leg. As a weird like your badge of certification, I guess. I don't know. Sounds like full it metal. Seems like a weird price, but that's fine. Uh, but yeah, she's got this crazy thing going on where she's now constantly helping all these spirits, and um, luckily she finds this dude who she makes him become her boyfriend, and it works. Uh, where he just constantly fights all her battles, and then she solves all the problems, and it's great. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Dude, that belongs on like a bad anime description for like everyone. <laughs> the way you describe that, like all of it's true, but it's just like there's so much context it's true, missing. Right? It's all true, but there's oh, so much true. context you missing. You definitely feel out a lot of that side stuff. But, you know, you don't like need side stuff. Yeah. You don't need 13 episodes, dude. Fuck nice, that. Just, no. Nice job not spoiling it. You know. <laughs> oh my god. Um, so my, my next character, uh, I, hmm, I don't know which one of these to go with because they're, they're kind of the same person. The second one. Okay. Well, I'll go with Gildarts from Fairy Tale. Uh, Gildarts is a, um, one of the members of Fairy Tale, but you don't meet him till, uh, like maybe after like 50 or 60 episodes, maybe. And uh, maybe even longer than that, now that I'm thinking about it. <clears throat> but he loses his arm and legs, uh, sorry, arm and leg to a dragon, um, which, you know, he tells about, he tells Natsu about, like, hey, I know you try to find dragons, but uh, these things, and I know you're a dragon slayer, but these things are not to be fucked with. Uh, lost my arm. And, and then, but the, the thing is, he's like, he has um, replacement stuff. A little bit more like guts. I wouldn't say like as advanced as like uh, Edward Elric or anything like that. But uh, he's able to get the job done, and he has um, he has like kind of a crazy ability that I'm not remembering. It's like it's weird. It's like uh, he can atomize things, and he is one of the he's like the second in command of all of Fairy Tale. Yet he's always adventuring, and <laughs> also, dude, this guy gets so much fucking pussy, dude. He <laughs> at one point he uh, you know I'm trying not to spoil this, but he. 
figures out he has a daughter and you know when he figures that out he's like oh are you this girl's daughter are you this girl's daughter are you this? he's trying to figure out i'm like dude this guy you know he does not use disability as a crutch man so if you're if you have a disability you're not getting pussy look out look at look at gildars bro he's out there slaying it so just uh yeah go ahead and go foster some illegitimate ter- children and uh be like the rest of us yeah 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 that's what we're all looking up to um so I have two pretty severely disabled characters, but I'm gonna go with uh, Kokichi Muta, who is also called Mechamaru in Jujutsu oh, yeah. Kaisen. Uh, this guy has a number of of disabilities around him. He is incredibly sensitive to sunlight um, and cannot go outside of a dark room; otherwise, his skin will literally burn. And he was also born without uh, an arm, and both of his legs are severely disabled. Uh, I think they're, like, shriveled up, and the muscles don't work correctly in them. So he literally can't walk, or, like, he can sort of barely limp. Um, But he lives inside of this, like, bathtub, like, full of healthy liquid and a bunch of tubes connected to him, so he doesn't die. And his... Basically, his magic power allows him to control a robot through uh, over distance. And this, like, he hates the world so much for basically being born into a world where he is this, like, limited in his view of everything and, like, can only experience the world through a robot. Which, actually, there's people in the world who would love that. They'd be like, oh, hook me up with this robot so I can go outside mentally and go experience the world. Uh, which I'm like, look up, man. At least you got this. At least you're magic and can use like soul, special soul powers to, you know, go observe things. But, you know, he he lives a rough life. And because he's a robot, basically everybody asks him to do everything for them. And I, I find that hilarious because he's like, I'm socially awkward and I cannot uh, say no. So I will do that for you. <laughs> um, yeah, I have, I have another one and I'll get to that one uh, next after this. My next choice is uh, Captain Ukitake. I don't. I didn't look up which one that is. Uh, nice. That's a sick uh, boy. You guys know, right? Yeah, it's the yes. white hair, the two yeah. sides. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I. He always. I always thought he was a cool guy. One, he just seemed like a really nice captain. You know, pretty understanding. You know, dude to kind of you know want to follow and be like, hey, yeah, I'll listen to you, sir. But um, I I also remember they never told at least I don't think said like what his illness was, but I mean, it was enough that people were constantly worried about him, I guess. And he could just die. It was know. a, it was a lo- severe lung disease that he had. Ah. Basically he was terminal. Okay. Well, even if it was, I mean, it was still like, no one's going to take your spot anyway. So, I mean, no one can. Mm-hmm. So anyway, you might as well just hang out and do what you do. Yeah. So, um, man, that's crazy. A lung disease. That's too bad. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, he was. Um, We're gonna sit here in remorse with Johnny. Yeah. And... Don't you feel bad now, Johnny? Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Huh? I huh? do. Because he's coming back. No, actually. <laughs> maybe he's dead. What if they did that? That'd be crazy. No, just kidding. We're not oh gonna do God. that. Anyway, he got a second pair of soul lungs. He's a cool soul lungs bleeding from his mouth guy. <laughs> yeah, I I completely forgot about Ukutake. Yeah, that's true. 
one part of the legendary duo of guys who almost do nothing in the series. Yeah. Anyway, um, whip out their power like one one time. Yeah, like, pretty Whoa, much. Whoa, <laughs> why do they do that all the time? Yeah, come on, guys, we could use it. Um, so next, I'm gonna go ahead and go with uh, this is gonna be kind of a, a weird choice. Uh, also, that's good. I got a sad choice next. Uh, I'm trying to think if if this counts because I'm doing it from like a different series. It's from Naruto. Um, not Boruto, so I'm like, eh, whatever. Uh, this is, uh, uh, Nagato, so if you've not gotten to the pain arc, then you probably won't know exactly what this is, so, again, spoilers. Uh, but Nagato, he wasn't always, um, disabled, but basically becomes disabled when he summons the Ghetto Statue. By the way, I love that name, the Ghetto Statue. Like, there's so many meanings behind it that he could just go, you know. Um, but uh, I'm expecting it to have a fucking Glock or something like that and do a drive-by. But, uh, you know, the, the Ghetto Amazo uh, comes out and, and in exchange for using its power. It just, like, shoves all these rods in his back and just like, Dah! you know, and he just keeps them there. And... I'm always kind of curious. Okay, so I, I guess I need to get this on my chest. I'm always wondering why, because when they show him later, he's actually very, like, more strong without the six passive pain when he's just by himself using all of the pain's abilities. Um, but, uh, I don't know, maybe he got that good because he's using pain. I don't know. Either way, um, just his abilities, and they even say that his, <clears throat> like, his ability to control six different uh, uh, bodies like this is, like, crazy for like anybody to do especially mm. for as long of a distance as he's doing uh but yeah and then also just the the fact that he was so determined to bring pain to the world that he was like i'm gonna stay like this i'm totally okay with that i don't even want to know what the hell he was like like where does he go to the bathroom like you know he's in this freaking tub thing it's like kind of like mechamaru dude yeah i don't know man i mean they gotta i don't know maybe it goes down with the rainwater over in the village hidden in the rain but uh mm. yeah that's nagato man Okay, well let's let's get into some of the more depressing sides. Um, we are gonna go into Sao, and Uh-oh. there's like a whole like series, uh, and this is disability, but this is also like severe like terminal like diseases that we're that we're getting into. It basically disables this this whole guild of people. To the point where they're just like, they can barely function in the real life. So they basically have to be attached to uh, the VR gear nearly all the time. And there's a certain character, her name is Kono Yuki, who is always connected via like this experimental tech where she doesn't actually have to feel the pain that's going through her body. Um, basically, when she's in the real world, she can only like, I think she's basically trapped in her own body. And she cannot experience life um, through this. So she is connected to this VR experience where even when she's not connected to the SAO realm, she can just kind of sit in this like little room and be there instead of feeling the pain of her body. And to be honest, it is one of the saddest arcs of SAO, if not like a lot of anime, where you get like incredibly connected to a couple of characters Asuna actually has her own storyline separate from Kirito, which is fantastic. You know, sometimes Kirito is a very bland, like, basic-ass character. And this was, like, a moment of expression for everybody else and the series itself. Just beautiful story uh, storytelling. But the whole thing, like, it's so depressing 
just learning more and more about their life. But then it's so inspiring because of like, they don't just give up. They just keep fighting every day, like hoping that they'll live to the next day that a cure will be discovered. And if it's not, that's okay. They still have each other. And it's a very like foundational storyline to be focused on your friendship and the bonds you have with other people. So it, it was a very beautiful little, little story that I was not expecting to be an SAO. Nice. Yeah. Uh, my next one, pretty simple disability. You know, this guy lost his arm. It's uh, it's red hair shanks. Um, I kind of the same premise of uh, Ukitake. I always thought a uh, great guy. You know, I'd be on his crew. Absolutely sure. Why not? Um, but uh, that's the thing. I always think about. Uh, we don't even know. I guess where he was hierarchy wise, kind of thing in the pirate world when we mm-hmm. first see him with Luffy as a kid, but. It clearly didn't stop him to lose his arm. I mean, he still says, like, mm, I'm going to be one of the four that rules the world. Yeah, that's where I belong. So he just goes straight up there. I, we still don't know what he can do. We just know that, you know, he's the one guy that can show up and say, hey, everybody stop fighting. Oh, shit. Everybody do that. And the arm is not limiting no, whatsoever. No. You don't even really see it. It doesn't come out. He doesn't, it's like, no, one-handed. That's all you need. Yeah. Maybe he's got, like, a ghost hockey arm. No, that's probably not it. That's crazy. We can keep thinking He doesn't that. need it. No. He doesn't even have hockey. No, that's crazy. He probably has hockey. He has. Stop doing that hockey. <laughs> he has a special fifth kind of hockey. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, hey, stop doing that. Everybody's like, oh, I guess we got to stop doing that. So, yeah. Shanks. Oh he's crazy, and I can't wait to see what he can actually do. Nice. Well, we are getting the One Piece movie read uh, sometime this summer or sometime later this year. So, has to do with Shanks. I don't think it's going to be canon, but... At least we get to see the see the fool again. Um, Maybe we'll just see his powers, which should be canon. I hope so, dude. We gotta get something out of this. Um, his powers are a canon. No. Oh my god, <laughs> dude. Um, so I think I'll do one more, and then Michael, if you want, to lead us into the lightning round. Oh, dude. I'm um, oh my god. Uh, okay, so I'm gonna go with uh, Sarah from Samurai Champloo. She is. Uh, a blind woman who they meet who is very unassuming. She seems mm-hmm. to be, you know, she kind of integrates into the group. And then eventually she's like, hey, I want to borrow. There's like, for people who have never seen Samurai Champloo, there's like three of them, two samurai, and then a girl who's trying to find a guy who's, who smells of sunflowers. And she, Sarah asks like, hey, you know, I'm blind. Can I borrow one of your samurai for the rest of my journey? And she's like, yeah, cool. And then, uh, yeah, it turns out that uh, she is sent from the Shogunate to take care of all three of them, which is pretty crazy when you think about their skill level. And she almost does it. Like, she almost kills uh, Gene first off, if, except he has to, like, cut off a bridge. And then she basically kill, almost kills uh, Mugen, except the only reason why she was doing this whole thing was to try and get her son back, even though her son, she figures out her son's already dead. So she's like, I'm just going to give up on life uh, and decides to die. But she basically beats the shit out of these two top ranked samurai. And mm. yeah. And does it all blind. She uses like this giant, I can't remember what the name of it was, but it's this giant spear with like three points. And uh, yeah, she beats the shit out of these guys, bro. I, I like, it was the first time where I was like, Oh, this is the end of the anime. Goodbye. See you later. You know? Um, but yeah, Sarah from Samurai Champloo. That's good. So my first lightning round pick is going to be Oracle from Batman. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> great pick, great pick, great pick. Great pick. Uh, so let's just run them down real quick and hopefully I uh, don't take any of you guys. 
We have Nanali from Code Geass. Mm-hmm. Um, now, she doesn't do anything fantastical during it, but she is pretty strong for having, for being blind and in a wheelchair, but also possibly those things are from the sheer uh, traumatic event that she went through when she was a kid, when her mom died. And it's it sort of through the course of the series, you find out like, yes, it is. And no, it's not because she could sort of do those two things. And then her mom died and she just couldn't see and couldn't walk anymore, which is intense. That's crazy to me. Like just shows how powerful your brain is. Uh, we got Fujitora from one piece. That man is a badass. He do- didn't have a disability from birth, but he definitely gave himself one because he <laughs> thinks justice is 100% like the top tier thing he should have all day, every day. He's like, if I, you know, I got to cut my own eyes out. So that way I stop seeing injustices. Um, we have Komugi from Hunter x Hunter. Uh, she is a Gungi player, which is sort of like Go and chess put together. Uh, oh, and, you know, a few other games. And she's blind, but is the best at her board game, which I think is insane. Um, we got Toph, Beifa, you know, Avatar. Nice. Um, I put Kaori Miyazano from Your Lion April, because, you know, F everybody else, that's really sad. Um, I had Kimimaru from Naruto, the bone guy. Uh, I think he had like tuberculosis or something, which like slowly was causing him to die while using his power. We got All Might, and then probably my favorite uh, disabled character out of all disabled characters is Boji from Ranking of Kings. That kid is a badass. He is deaf and mute and is like insanely strong. I don't understand how he does it, but he is a badass child and will always be badass. There's only so much you can do when you're deaf and mute. Yeah. <laughs> and this and boy. Yeah, and this boy is apparently a uh what's a what's the thing where you run and you bounce off everything? Uh parkour. He's a parkour master. <laughs> He's a parkour master. Oh, okay. Dude, I thought you were going to say Bojack Horseman for a second. I was like, "Whoa, he's <laughs> Wow. He's a horse. He's a horse, man. Uh, I only have one for my lightning round. Um, and I don't even know the guy's name, to be honest, because it's <laughs> a new anime. <laughs> but uh, it was... A, I, to be honest, I did, I, when I noticed he was handicapped, I was like, oh, that's actually really interesting to show first episode. I mean, plus he's the teacher. So I'm really not going to have too much to say on him, I guess. But he was a cool guy. He's from um, uh, Licorice something. Yeah, licorice <laughs> something. Round. Licorice, sensei, sniper, uh, cane. That's all you get. Okay. Cane? No, but he was a cool guy. No, cane. Oh, I like, think he's a walking cane. cane. <laughs> I don't know. He's got something with his legs, I guess. And at some point, he was good enough to teach all these little assassins, these little girl assassins everywhere. So I don't know what happened, but, I mean, it made me curious that he's still out on the job. Mm-hmm. And instead, they said, here's this giant gun. Just shoot people from afar. He's like, yeah, sure, I'll do that. That's fine. So I don't know. It kind of it got me curious for a first episode thing because again, you've got all these little girls who can kill people. I mean, why does this guy need to still be walking around on rooftops? Sure. I don't know. It just was curious. So there you go. Licorice something. Licorice the, recoil. Sensei with no name. 
Lucky, what's your final list? Um, well, I think I know their names, so uh, let me take a look here. Yeah, uh, just double check and, and figure it's okay it out. If you don't, make up things. <laughs> uh, so we have uh, Sukio uh, uh, Inaba, uh, who is one of the Supreme Five Swords from uh, Armed Girls Machiavellianism. Uh, she is like the last one that they have to face, and it's just one of those things where like you don't realize she has a disability, which I'm not going to spoil for a lot of people out there. But she does have a disability, and it throws you off because she acts very normal the entire anime. And then once you figure out what it is, you're like, oh. Like, I, if anything, I think that was just God nerfing her because she's too good. Like, she's too good. <laughs> um, so that, that's the balance patch right there. Um, we have uh, Ua Numa uh, Usui from Moroni Kenshin. He is a blind... He becomes blind after fighting uh, Makoto Shishio during the Revolutionary War or whatever it's called. Um, and then he joins Shishio's uh, Ju- Jupon Gatna or whatever the hell the, the band is uh, to try and kill Shishio. Um, and he has like this cool tortoise shell shield and uh, spear. And he uses the shield to blind anybody that uh, comes after him. And then, you know, but he's able to hear things which he calls like the mind's eye, which he can apparently hear your thoughts. Uh, don't ask me how, but uh, he can. So um, let's see. Uh, I think I just got one more then. I, we've kind of uh, overlapped on a lot of them. Uh, we have the Sword Maiden from Goblin Slayer. She is... Uh, I can't. I couldn't remember... I was trying to look this up and I didn't see anything. Um, yeah, so she, she is blind, but I'm trying to figure out if she got blind from the goblins and then she was like, oh, like I don't want to see anymore, which is totally valid. Like If you don't want to see anymore after that, that's fine. Um, you've seen but, enough. <laughs> yeah, you've seen enough for one lifetime. Yeah. Uh, but either way, she... <laughs> exactly right uh so you know i, I really liked uh, seeing her in the anime and she's kind of like this big symbol of the fact that goblins could do something to a, a girl who helped stop the demon lord last time yeah uh it was just like a really big moment but uh yeah i think that's all i got here um if you guys have any uh disability or sorry um characters with disabilities in anime that you want to let us know in the comments down below please let us know or you can always can email us at anime casuals with an s real r-e-a-l at gmail.com uh, also you can check out all things casual at the link tree in the info box down below as well but as always guys don't forget to keep it casual, casual.